0: It is Thursday, the 6th of June, 2019, and this is episode 355 of Digital Outbox. Welcome along to another episode. on Chris, and... Ian is of course here as well. Ian, hello.
1: Where else would I be, Chris?
0: I'm very excited, Ian.
1: Uh, yeah, well, it's it's that time of year. It's been WWDC.
0: Yeah, so we had it was what? When was it on? Two nights ago, Monday was it monday god it's so exciting um and it was (laughs) uh, at six o'clock we had the typical streaming show and they even let you stream it in chrome this year which was very nice of them
1: wow i didn't know that yeah
0: they didn't force you into safari that is a surprise my annual outing into safari wasn't necessary
1: that Um, is a surprise i'm surprised at that
0: yep so um
1: something's gone wrong
0: (laughs) and and uh, so Again, cards on the table for me. I did watch the first...
1: (laughs) Two hours and 15 minutes. (laughs) How long was it
0: in total? Two and a half hours. (laughs) So I probably watched just over an hour's worth um, before uh, something else came along. And then I just have caught up since on the kind of things they announced. But I haven't watched the entire thing. Um, And I think we came away with some slightly different opinions. So I missed the whole sort of um, Apple Mac Pro, which is obviously a big hardware announcement. Um but i did i did get up to the bit where they were talking about uh ipad os so ah oh, good okay so to get that kind of feel so that's where i kind of came up to and um and i think we have let's talk through some of the stuff they've they talked about and maybe i'll just give across my views because you you've come away real positive about the stuff and the content and and what they kind of talked about um and i guess i just have a slightly different angle on that really um so they kind of just went over some of the things they've talked about before. So Apple Arcade is coming. Uh, it's going to be later in the year. And Apple Card is coming. So uh, Apple's credit card is later this summer. Um, and they did sort of briefly sort of say around Apple TV is going to be with us. It's sort of, is it kind of wintry time?
1: They're saying fall. So it's, it's kind of like, you know, TV Plus service should be fall.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and then they came along. They, they It was quite a quick section, but they talked about their tvOS. Yeah, um, yeah, and Tim
1: because usually the over to somebody. Tim mm-hmm. just wraps through all this.
0: Yes, it was a it was a real quick fire thing, and and basically on the TVOS, um, the home screens changed. Um, so there's going to be full screen previews of of uh, like um, new releases,
1: all those kind of things. So, so so just in that, I don't like that. I so you've seen mm-hmm. Netflix are doing that now as well. I just find it really distracting and annoying. Yeah, and...
0: I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't mind it. Um, I don't mind it. It's you know, it's just um yeah i don't mind that um but then they're they're doing up next so it's gonna be a personalized up next now whereas it was before just global they're gonna have support for your own um uh, multi user support basically so if you log in as yourself or whatever then it, it brings up your next stuff which is which is a nice little touch and makes it more useful Boom. and then <laughs> controller support so they've actually announced that they are going to support xbox One S controller and also playstation dual shock controller
1: yeah. and, and i thought that was a, a really big so because so, it because it, I, I guess for like three four years i've talked about you know their apple tv hardware product has got gaming ambitions yeah and um it's not and the controllers that have come out for it have been i guess have been knockoffs of these controllers mm. so i bought i think it was a steel series it was called And it was a fine controller but it's just not the same as a, and I'll, and I'll so lots of people say the PlayStation DualShock is still the best controller. That, I me, disagree wholeheartedly. Ex- Xbox One, yeah, nails the ex- Xbox controllers to me are just nailed. Yep, and I far prefer them. Um But it's, it's interesting just hear another podcast where people go, "Oh, well, generally accepted that PlayStation is the best controller." It's like, no, it's um not. Not accepted on this podcast. Uh, no, and you are wrong. So, um, <laughs> but I just think it's it's actually uh, for me it was almost like a finally. Because to, to, if if you're going to be serious about gaming, and they are moving into this Apple Arcade, which is going to be, you know, subscription service, um, games available on, you know, Mac, TV, and iOS, and iPadOS. Uh, <laughs> it's too many OSs. There's lots of OSs, yeah. Uh, I, I just think this is a really sensible move to say, you know, I'm not saying everybody's got one of these controllers, but, you know, if there's a kid in the house, good chance to a console, good chance you are going to have one of these around.
0: Yeah, if you're gaming-focused, then the chances are. Plus they're okay they're not the cheapest bit of kit but they're the cheapest bit of high quality kit so if you buy like you say one of these second part you know third party controllers they they do cost about the same if not more and they're because they're limited runs and there's then, maybe a
1: five or cheaper sometimes yeah. um and i know which one's better yeah 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 so yeah uh, but good
0: but most important announcement was the um underwater footage for the back
1: rub. Yeah. Uh, which has been shot by the BBC Natural History Unit, and it looked amazing, but it's, it's a screensaver. It's,
0: just, it's Like no other company I know would ever put out a new screensaver as a, f- a massive feature and really highlight it and all those kind of things. It just shows what Apple no, do.
1: No other company is Apple. They,
0: they just turn <laughs> a background into a feature and you know, make us feel like, oh, we're so stupid for not realising this was an amazing thing before now. It's just fish.
1: But you And, I, and I, still, I, I still think back to the... Um, you know they'll talk about you know a new tempo feature will let you change your background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they yeah. are kind of famous for being controlling, and yeah. I, I can't I can't deny screens as gorgeous, but I, I agree with you. It's like who cares?
0: Um, and and they did their normal dig of the you know adoption um of new oh, latest,
1: and uh, Android iOS one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just yeah.
0: And, and it's just getting old for me. That really old. And, you know, every time it gets that cheap laugh and cheap snigger and it's, yeah. But, you know, what that also is, is is a bit blind as well to the fact that the adoption for the Apple side of things is going down. So it, it used is. to be sort of 99, 100 percent. And now they're having to announce that it's 85 percent, you know. Um, and also it doesn't acknowledge the fact that people don't care about Android as far as upgradability in the same way because... In their kind of sphere of things, they just get a new upgrade every year, so that and, and that, I, that comes out with the latest software. And, and
1: that is hidden. So if, so mm. one of the things I always think is a real ding against Apple is this, this yearly wait for, um, you know, you can now get folder support. And I know we're, we're veering off topic, top, but you can now get folder support and notes. Yeah. And, and it's like Google would just be like two weeks later, you can, mm. you can now get folder support. You know, yeah. no, no and, uh, big thing. You just get this constant feed of upgrades. So I do, I
0: totally get the angle and the point they're making. yet I think it's an old point, and actually, like I say, is a bit blind to the fact that 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 doesn't that doesn't always mean it's a good thing. Um, this adoption rate—they're not selling as much hardware as Android are because for for that very reason, you know. So anyway, uh, then they went and chuffed on about a bit Watch OS, and I did I did fade out a bit on this again because I'm not embedded in the Apple world. And I don't have an Apple Watch. It doesn't seem that exciting to me. But what I kind of got from it was they're 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 adding more kind of faces and and complication and customizability, and they're kind of again making the watch slightly more independent from being tied to a to the phone or to the actual desktop.
1: Yeah, and, and the two things they're doing around that is. Um apps, so there's still been this thing about if you install an app in, on watch, you're basically installing an app in iOS and then it's installing its companion app. Mm-hmm. And they're basically you don't need that anymore. Um, there's an app store now on Apple Watch. Um, apps can be independent. And whether that opens up a market of, you know, you can buy an Apple Watch and you don't need to be tied to a phone. Um, we'll see. Um, I, I thought it was a smart move. Um, it does kind of show that it is an independent kind of platform. Must admit, I love. Since I bought the watch, I love this version. Mm. Um, just the speed of it's been great. Tracks everything, tracks sleep. It's everything I want. Um the odd phone call. Use it when I'm out walking. I, I'm, you know, big, big thumbs up for me. Um, You'll be able I, to uh, track noise soon. I'll be able to track noise. Oh, um, and I guess to the emphasis can help. Go bike riding. I, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I, I think the emphasis um Well, the cycle tracking is not bike riding. Oh,
0: just... is it the okay? <laughs> so it's, I did tune out for that bit. There. You, you did tune out. So this is the
1: this is this is for the fifty percent of the population that ah, have periods.
0: Female cycle tracking.
1: <laughs> not I did riding. leave. I did leave. That was my trap to see if you'd been paying mm. attention. There's a I trap. I, I admitted I wasn't. <laughs> so there you go. uh it's a trap, Star Wars fans. And um but yeah, the the uh, they've emphasised in health again. Um, I still, I still think there's something in there around, You know, like developers make their own watch faces. It just feels a bit still. It's back to that Apple ding round. They're so controlling around these things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually thought pretty big update. Um, it's again another kind of you know step in the more on health, um, more focus around that, and you, you're not so much tied. So. There,
0: certainly, it does seem like things are expanding there quite a lot. And and you've got new bands now as well. Of course, you have. <laughs> um iOS, um, again, not so many big features announced, but they did, it's another one of their, we're doing a release based on speed and telling me that they're going to open apps, uh, you know, loads faster and have much tinier downloads when none of those things, again, do I care how quickly an app opens? Do I ever on a phone or on a mobile device ever think, oh, wow, I was waiting around for hours doing that? I, I don't. And therefore, I, I, I you know, I understand that having smaller downloads is a great thing, as in it takes a shorter amount of time to take it down over the mobile network. But again, it's not my limiting
1: factor for sure. It's not a limiting factor. I think, so I'm I'm going to be going to, um, so this is my iPhone's now coming up for 19, 20 months and I'm probably not updating again this year. Mm-hmm. So the only thing I would say is making some performance improvements. So it helps you with your Without hardware. the hardware yeah. is making that kind of investment yeah, you know, it's just eking it out more. I know mm-hmm. I'm not a normal person. I used to upgrade every year, and there's no need to. And I guess it's just that realization. I don't.
0: I think. I think you're probably less normal not upgrading every year. I think most people do tend to.
1: I think in the, the peer group, certainly, I'm working with, has been more of a. There's more hesitation now. Just mm-hmm. think, as the price crept up to that incredibly stupid a thousand pounds. Yeah. It's just been. It's like that's too much. You know. That's a lot.
0: That is a big investment just to yeah, yeah for, for a much. year year long.
1: Yeah. Um, and and maybe it's just worth. Because like you say, iOS, there was some strong updates, but nothing, you know. So I mean, their, their first one was like dark mode. And, and I, I don't know how you feel about dark mode. I hate dark mode. I hate seeing white text on a dark background. It leaves an imprint in my, my eye Yeah, I, doesn't I, disappear. I, I can't... I, I, I do don't no, do not, I, not
0: like. Yeah, I I don't get that bothered by. And I know exactly the effect you're talking about. Especially you know when you close your eyes, you see that then. Um, but actually, I I don't mind it in certain situations. And but it is you know it has been this this is the big thing for our release that we're going to go dark. And and it, I, you know, again it just they they bigging it up and. It, it's a shame that that is the big thing because for me, I just look at that and think that's not really a big thing. Um, no,
1: no. Not particularly uh, But thing. I want to that a lot of people get super excited about yeah, it. Yeah, see, yeah. see i guess,
0: the, I guess for other people, watching things on a white background or a white bright background is exactly the same. They don't like it. They yeah,
1: but I mean, some of the devs at work, they they insist on the, you know, the kind of, you know, um, lighter text on a dark background mm. and find it far more, you know, easy to work with. I just can't. It just lays a, such an imprint on my Yeah, I think I...
0: I do my my development environment is dark with with brighter text. Yeah, so. yeah.
1: I just just can't. Um, so if I go to a website like Deer and Fireball, um, mm. I I have to read it um, in like the kind of reading mode, or um, I read it in an RSS reader. <laughs> just mm. just horrible. Um, but there's um and there's some so there's some updates to you know Safari has per website you know preferences. I think the biggest app change was probably reminders has been you know rewritten. So if you're, and I, I guess that's the probably the most popular kind of reminder slash to do app. So mm-hmm. maybe that's a big thing. Maps um, actually looked really good. Yeah. Um. Um. Uh, but really, just catching up with Google still. Um, and a very, very America focused.
0: You know, that's oh, the, you know absolutely. where where Google well, Google it, rolls these things out and it generally gets quite global. It
1: is. Yeah. The, and the scale is always a challenge. But the, I, I, I'm a Maps geek, and I can see that. I mean, I see this, that. I mean, it's a huge improvement, but not not here. And it's not going really to street-
0: their street view, if they do roll that out globally, that does look very impressive. As in, they don't Absolutely. have that step-by-step picture every X number of foot. It's um, it's um, They've somehow made it into a kind of rolling movie. So they've obviously captured and then doing some clever Microsoft-y type things about getting all those images all stitched together.
1: Yeah. Uh, the, the biggest thing probably is around privacy. So again, it talked about location. So, they've been emphasizing privacy for probably, you know, sort of, what, three years, four years, but really in the last yeah. couple of years, really yeah. hammering. Um, location, you can limit how many times an app uses, so you can see once only. And you can also get a report on um, what apps are doing. And some people do get sensitive for that. I'm um, mm-hmm. not fussed. If I've opened up an app and, and I know they're doing it, I'm fine with it. Um, but they're also shutting down what they class as a backdoor. So, see, only apps were using Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. So, mm-hmm. they so like a shopping center might say, "Oh, come and use a Wi-Fi," and it was your location was being inferred by that. And they're saying they're they're shutting all these things down. Um, the big one for me was this um, signing with Apple. Yeah, that was so, a big old thing. yeah. so so it, it, you know so signing with Facebook, signing with Google, we're kind of used to. And you usually get a little option underneath saying, you can use your own email if you like. And it's trying to make it easy for, because the the developers get a bit of a kickback and they get more information and they can, you know, all that kind of good stuff. And um, so so basically Apple said, sign in with Apple, um, easy way to do it. It'll use Face ID, starts a new account. Um, they're going to use basically um, anonymized email addresses as well and each app's going to get a unique email address. so Well, they all said be... there's an
0: optionally it can do that. It doesn't, it doesn't yeah, do it but, by default.
1: But I think, I mean, I'll, I'll be turning that on because that's, mm-hmm. that's like, ideal because then you can then try to see if you start getting some spamming and It's like, well, now I know no, no, where that's coming from. Um, and um, available on all platforms and web. And that was it. That's all they said. And it was a day later, it all kind of leaked out that if you want to put an app in an app store and you've already got a sign on Facebook and sign on to Google, you must also support sign well, of with course Apple. Apple. <laughs> but that of course was because so. I was looking at it thinking, how are you going to, how are you? So, yes, it's nice features, and I'm sure a lot of the kind of traditional app developers on the Mac side will add it, but there's going to be a whole lot of people going, oh, I'm not adding that. Well, if you want to be in the app store, you need to add it. And that was a, there's something quite. That kind punch, of harks, harks back to the old days rather exactly, than. Exactly. The and and there was something quite punchy about this mm. whole WWDC. There was a little bit of a, there was almost like a spring in the step again. We, and I'm not saying there's, there are signs of the world or anything, but there was something about it that were like right, got a module here, and it was also interesting. I think the American government have said they're starting an investigation on Apple in the same time as WWC was taking place. So things like that, where they're using their monopoly position, I think it's going to be interesting. Yeah, uh, and,
0: uh, and and additionally, I, I guess because. The reason people like using Facebook and Google, like you say, is the little bit of kickback. And Apple are obviously saying, well, we just want to do a login provider that doesn't have that kickback. Well, that can take away, uh, again, the viability of an application because part of us, you know, part of the value of an application is the data it can capture from users. So, um, you know, if enforcing it is probably the only way they're going to get big buy in uh, and beyond that, and, you know, so we'll we'll see and and enforcing it on the app store i guess like i say not not unheard of and but it's interesting they didn't announce that in the in the hall
1: but they did afterwards uh, yeah and and just just quickly scanning through messages some updates from memoji camera not much photos they, again actually... they
0: brought out that memoji there was a whole blooming stage performance yeah, yeah. on updates to memoji and it it just i don't know it just doesn't seem to hit me like it does other people. I, for me, that was just like total facile surface, you know, guff. I think,
1: I, 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 we're, we're old white middle class men. Yeah. So. <laughs> so.
0: No, I, I appreciate that, but it, you know, they got some influences and uh, yeah, yeah, fake fake stuff. I don't know. Just just, I just whole the whole sequence seemed a miss for me. But there you
1: go. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, uh, am I going to buy a? Am I, am I going to you know put the beat on because of it? no, um, but but for. Uh, the customization they offer was quite nice um photos actually got a, quite a big rewrite mm, um, so the whole the whole load of kind of try to surface the content more and make it more visual and and the demo they gave say. on that
0: did look pretty and i could understand you know some of that yeah. machine learning to give you real interactive and and, and 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 yeah look when when they dug into what it would look like for a person i know it's obviously a staged performance but it did you, you did think yeah that that is engaging what i'm looking at there and, and it yeah. does look good
1: and I, st- I still think they're catching up with Google. I still much prefer Google Photos.
0: Photos has been doing stuff like that for a while and yeah. Yeah, and does, yep. does a good job.
1: And there was some stuff around AirPods and HomePod. And CarPlay, you know, actually looked quite a nice update. And they're kind of... Uh, I'm a CarPlay user and, and uh, the new interface looked, looked nice. And, Some of the um,
0: AirPods and HomePods sort of handing off audio to different devices as you approached it. I thought that was quite a clever, again, yeah. that's quite futuristic concept that no one's really nailed because they haven't got that kind of whole
1: thing. And if you're in the Apple ecosystem, and I think if you've got a kind of one Apple product, you tend to more be inclined to do it. So Agreed, right, yeah. there's, there's something there around that, you know, starting to reward somebody that has got, you know, if you're all in an Apple, here's the things that we can now start to do. Um, and then there was some stuff around Siri, like uh, so they were talking about shortcuts built in. But the I guess the biggest surprise is that they're um, rather than using actors now for Siri, that it's all um, it's all computer generated, it's all software generated. I didn't know it wasn't already. Yeah, and an the example they gave was actually was actually really good, and they showed you the difference between you know, before and after. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it felt like uh, you know a good iOS update. But I guess it's like what we've been seeing with iOS and Android for the last three, four years, they're hitting a plateau. And there's only so much you can, you know, do all yeah. around, you know, it's not. Yeah, of
0: course. Yeah, because most of it's about applications that you add, and that's that's as it should be. You know, the the actual operating system should disappear into the background, you know, um, and, and it kind of has. Yeah. But iPad had a big old change. So this is the first time they've really focused the operating system towards iPad. So they've given it a good old, um, they've given its own OS, effectively. So instead of being, you know, an offshoot of iOS, it's now iPad OS um and effectively it allows an enhanced multitasking now again um you know yeah it it looks like there's some really nice features as well as how do you operate apps together side by side all those things so it sort of it takes it another stage further to what they've got already um but some of the some of the gestures and things like that again it it goes back to that ipad used to be easy and that it was just press the home button press a app tap this you know and a couple of swipes now you have to know quite a few different gestures to get all these things operating and working and and how do you learn that and how that's not intuitive it has to be uh taught and learned
1: I totally agree you know so there's and i, I guess there's, there's there's two angles to it so you know if i take my mom she's still using an ipad with a home button and that's her way of navigating around and um, you know that kind of gesture way of working i think you know would cause a little bit of confusion um whereas because you know, i know on the phone it does you know i've mm. just got a newer phone no home button and it's all and it's like how do i get back to this what do i need to do yeah I just
0: want i just want to go back yeah. to the home
1: yeah. I, and i thought because they're doing some really smart stuff around you know and improving slide over and multi-window and you know get an app expose um but all like like hidden and somebody described it as finger gymnastics because they are doing all this kind of oh, you need to do all that and yeah. it's like sure if, and i and i looked at it you and thought, need to sl- slide from the top slide from the bottom slide from the diagonal three-quarter
0: angle with two fingers with the yeah. third splayed yes yeah
1: so, and then you get expose <laughs> yeah uh yeah so so i think the pudding with that one because i, I know yeah. the the last main update for ipad a couple of years ago really put off some ipad evangelists because it just become it just became harder for some of them mm. you know there was a kind of mental model you had to keep your head around how what you know have i got um you know the like google docs open around safari so you but you couldn't have safari and something else and another kind of docked set of windows and it's like if you're coming from a computer background you don't think that way you just move them around and that's what you do
0: i don't yeah and um you know we really are with all these things now we've moving away from that that real core philosophy where where all these things started which was absolutely keep it minimal keep it absolutely basic and and applications should do the bits on top of that but it's you know just that single application running at any one time you close it down we've now got to that point where you know it has become a very very different animal and and it's just evolution over time based on you know how do you keep these things changing and feeling fresh um but we are very long way from that first start and and obviously you alienate some of your uh, you know user base or you alienate some users based on the fact that, yeah, you are uh, starting to overcomplicate things.
1: And the only thing I would say is, you know, something like my mum's never going to want to do is slide over and have two apps side by side. You mm-hmm. know, so there's that. The, for so a lot of people, they're never going to see this and it's never going to be important to them. For the kind of power user, these things are important. And I think that's just a distinction to have. Um, files, you could almost add finally to some of this. So, um, it, you know, you know, it's I can plug a thumb drive in now yeah. and, and actually just drag files off and you can zip and unzip and you can just directly import into apps and it supports smb file sharing and and again a lot of people might just go like ah, i don't care and for me that was really important because whenever i described ipad as future computing it's like i still deal with files yeah how um, the
0: hell do i get something off of it onto the I,
1: I'll, I'll i'll still have the fuji and it'll be full of raw files and i want to plug in mm-hmm. you know an sd card and put them in the lightroom and until I can, so there was a whole load of again hacks around that where you'd run a shortcut to import them into iPhoto and then run another shortcut to import them into Lightroom and another one to then delete them from iPhoto. Yeah. And you're like, that's garbage. Yeah, that's it's not nice. Um, so I thought that was good. Safari um, sounds, sounds trivial, but a desktop class browser now. Um, so things like Google Docs never worked well in Safari because it was treated as a mobile site yeah. and already. Um, it just works great with Google Docs. It's got great keyboard shortcut support now, and it's you can do downloads and you can just save it. So it's it's actually just working very much like a Mac.
0: Yeah, again, not. Not being in the Mac world, I was surprised to hear that, say, since the iMac Pro, especially, that that wasn't the case already. That really the browser was still that kind of, um, mo- you know, coming from the mobile sphere rather than the desktop sphere. So I was quite surprised to hear that wasn't always the ca- already the case.
1: Yeah, and and for what, for whatever, I mean, Google Docs on uh, as a as an app on iPad, I mean, I'll I'll do the podcast show notes on it and it's okay. But yeah. It really is just okay. Um, so that 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 was nice. Um, font support went fine navigation so again this is another one where they've done away with the little kind of indicators and magnifying glasses it's like three fingers and you can you know pinch to copy spread to paste but the guy doing the demo i think it's his first time on the big stage and he was nervous nervous st- yeah struggling and whoops there was a little yeah. whoops, you know <laughs> yeah. and, and i don't know if that's just but, but they only had to
0: do the undo so you you might have been deliberate uh, yeah he probably, uh, yeah, maybe he's just an expert pro, and he's he's tricked you into thinking he was a bit nervous.
1: Uh, well, it looked like the guys from the original Jurassic Park who was running around. With the they were
0: they, <laughs> so. they were definitely wheeling out new people. That was for sure. They had loads of different um, faces that we hadn't seen before.
1: Yep, and and so then and a nice one for me again is pen, I, I use a pencil every day. Um and they're dropping latency, they're they're more than half in it. So 20 million things down to nine, which is like yeah, great. Big um feature. the little the little kind of tools now for doing the um, you know, taking a, a screenshot and, and you know, putting some annotations on it. Really, really nice and you can call from anywhere. Um and just just a, you know, it's a really good update, I think, for iPad. I guess in some ways cosmetic. Um so I guess the the, the developers behind the scenes were basically saying it's the same as iOS, they've just you kind know, of renamed it right now. The only thing I'm hoping is this is now a commitment that see year on year, we will see iPad updates. I don't think they would have renamed it without actually
0: saying we're going to diverge these things and actually start using some of this extra screen power, potential and
1: power. Because it was turning into every couple of years. So the iPad Pro came out last year and it's a great piece of hardware, superb. I love it. Um, But it just felt like it needed this software. Mm. And there were lots of rumours that this was what they wanted to do the last year and it just was not ready. Just not ready in time, yeah. And Um, you can understand that, yeah. Yeah. So the Mac Pro was
0: a big old bit of hardware to announce this has been expected for a long time now. Um you know and a quite a, a, a I would say a quite a stunning design really of machined aluminium again steel frame you know space frame idea. Um and a kind of concept of easy opening so you can take the top off design to be modified so loads of PCI slots. Absolutely bonkers amounts of uh, power, heatsink. You you can chuck in two of the most powerful graphics cards that are available right now into it, and and still, you know, it's it just it looked very impressive. There's lots going on, uh, and there's you know there's also going to be a very very high price point for this device.
1: Yeah, so they showed you all this hardware, and I I noticed some of the people on Twitter as they were unveiling it. You know, loved the design, but then when they saw. It was almost like custom graphics cards taking, you know, and again, not taking NVIDIA. So it was taking...
0: No, so you, even though it's got PCI slots, you've got to still plug in these modules to, you know, yeah. it's
1: just... And they were saying, is that really what modular means? Is that yeah. what the, you know, a Mac enthusiast was looking for? But did they, or did they want to go an off-the-shelf product that they could just plug in, you know, that's... Yeah, yeah. but th- th- this, again, to me, wasn't really for Mac enthusiasts. It was for the high-end professional. The demos they showed was... Um, uh, so there was Logic... Um, and it was you know you don't do you know here's like 100 instruments but but let me drag in another 100 piece orchestra and then they kept on going so eventually had a thousand different instruments playing at one time and it was only using i think 60 percent cpu or 70 percent cpu that's i you know no, we don't do that you know that's
0: no is not... no but then but then equally no apple product has ever meant for just the enthusiasts as an or you know, or rather agrees. you know there's it's got it's market but the people are going to buy this because they want but, but, but
1: a desktop so, t- so taking away i guess the the real apple enthusiasts that but the people who will use this in anger you know so the high end developers high end videographers and photographers and um, you know the audio team that are out there they they lost a product with their lack of any mac pros updates and then when they brought out the, the kind of waste paper bin nonsense that that never ticked a box either um, the iMac pro when it came out you know was like that's a really great well, product. people bought that
0: because it was the only option for them because yeah. it, it was their way of getting some more power out of the latest generation uh, but uh, but when the old um, waste, you know when the old um, the old cheese grater uh, yeah. whatever it was before used to exist now that certainly didn't this this thing has got a starting point that we know of of about six grand yeah. and so, that's so- for a what is a uh, bog standard that is a basic Desktop computer, there's nothing yeah. special going on there.
1: No, I mean, so it costs you on 32 gig memory, um, a 580 Radeon, uh, and, and a, and a, a 256 bit... SSD, you know, a, it's... And, that's, and that's nothing. What, what are you going to do with that? I mean, so that
0: as a desktop itself is a shockingly low uh spec point for six thousand pound um price, so which I... is what it's going to be. We'll have a one to one, they'll be that'll be six grand.
1: Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, it was exciting, and and I guess that. So the only thing I would, and I'm not, I'm not defending it. I, I, I like you said, thought the design was great, um, and people were comparing it to other PCs, but this is a workstation, you know, it's a it's yeah. a proper workstation. And just as a little, and I did it the other night, and I've done it quickly tonight. I'm on the Dell website, and I've got a workstation specked up here. This so, so I think they said on here, and maybe I did put a notice it can go up to 1.5 terabytes of memory. So I've added 1.5 terabytes. <laughs> to the, to this dell as well which i think cost 25 grand for the memory um, so that gives you an idea of where i guess this price yeah. is going to go but i
0: bet you with the, i mean what i would say is that there's obviously an underlying physical cost to just producing this device oh, for apple which is yeah. what the most of that six grand cost is um and you know if you started the dell at those specifications i know that it's not going to cost you six grand so it's it's one of those things where there's definitely an expense to all that design and um I, I uh, totally and, agree and i would i am i'm i'm waiting to hear what the top the top number is when they put the configurator on the apple the first I thing i'm going to do is fully spec everything because so, so i want to see that figure
1: so i might so so the dell i've got right now and i didn't get to the bottom of it and it's got dual graphics cards got the 1.5 terabytes, it's got um dual cpu is maxed mm-hmm. out um, I am, and I've and I've not even done anything around um, hard drives yet. I am at fifty-five grand. Yeah,
0: it's a, so it's, so mate, that's, it, that it shows it you. shows. Yeah, to get that kind of yeah, you're right. To the, these things are expensive, like a workstation. But I still think the equivalent
1: Apple one is going to be uh, maybe even double that. It's going to be a flat.
0: Are we going to get to a <laughs> hundred thousand?
1: I think we will. Well. We certainly will if you add in the display.
0: Oh, my God, yeah. So, so I didn't realise quite, again, I looked at the display as in, I looked at, after the show uh, that they had announced the display and I, I saw that it looked like a nice bit of kit, right? But what I didn't see was the cost of it. And then I
1: didn't see that the stand wasn't even included in the so, cost. So, 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 the, so the bit that, so, so I'm, again, I am I'm I was talking to a couple of guys from work as we we're doing this and they put up, the way they did it was, you know, we, we wanted to do a monitor. We heard from everybody in the industry they wanted you know, a reference monitor from Sony of this size and they put up the price of it. It's $43,000. And as soon as that came up, I was like... Oh my God, this is going to be expensive. <laughs> we're, in, we're into a different world here. This isn't what I would buy as a monitor. Yeah. Um. And they went through all the things it would do. I actually didn't particularly like the design as in it's got the same design as the cheese gratery new Mac Pro, which I like as the Mac Pro, but the back of the monitor looks weird, but it's mm. it's even got a fan in it. You're not going to ever see it. Uh, I, well, I'll see it What Apple it will store. do is collect dust. I'll see it in the Apple Store. I'm never it's going to have one here. Even if one won the lottery, I wouldn't buy it. Oh, that's <laughs> not true. If I won the lottery, I'd buy it. Is, <laughs> like, like, hold on. on. Just, let me just backtrack. <laughs> let,
0: let me reverse out of that with beeping <laughs> exactly. noises.
1: Yeah. Um, the, the, the th- and this is that they're calling this Beyond HDR. So they're saying it's got extreme dynamic range. So it's Pro Display XDR is the name of the product. You can actually, we yeah, have properly spec'd i'm saying properly spec'd but i probably spec'd mac pro you can get six of these monitors driven from a mac pro
0: that's so many pixels because this is 6k resolution right um so it six thousand pixels
1: by three thousand pixels bonkers yep so it's a grand a grand perky <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. so so the bit this is i thought was the biggest mistake um they put up a price and said it's five thousand dollars for this and those people kinda of away, thinking, well, you've you've given me this forty three thousand dollar price, so fair enough. And then you talked about how the visa amount was two hundred dollars. And you're like, Oh yeah, okay, visa amount, two hundred dollars. And the stand is a thousand. So it doesn't come with a stand. <laughs> Jeff, what would the f- would you- oh, excuse me, what would you do <laughs> I think we have to believe that one. What would you do with a
0: monitor without a stand?
1: <laughs> and and as i said i was talking to jack as well you know people you know that if you don't if you're going to visa mount it why buy a stand i was like
0: come on yeah that's just that that's you know nah. i don't i don't buy that at all they no. the, the reason it's separated is because they know it's a very very high price and you know look, i've just bought a 4k bank monitor and what did that cost me i think it was 550 quid something like that absolutely and and and, and and it's a great it's it's a brilliant monitor now I have no doubt that the apple monitor were if I sat it side by side I'm sure it would be pretty impressive a thing um just for me that's six yeah six thousand pounds for a monitor. I, I so observed. you add that monitor onto the yeah thirty thousand you've already just spent on a <laughs>
1: Quite so, high work uh, and the two things i would say is see if they just put up a thing saying it was six grand i would have said well they did put up a forty-three thousand dollars price but it's this whole thing about yeah, they it a thousand dollar and the best was i think it was, it was, it was msi is it, MSI, it msi mci and they did a mac versus pc on twitter and it was mac you can buy a stand and pc <laughs> you can buy one of our monitors that's the same size it's got hdr um, what are the exact same specs but it was thirteen hundred dollars mm. and it was like and somebody just put savage underneath which i thought was but it was true
0: what 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 will happen though is they will sell these things they will sell the pro and they'll sell the, the monitor and really in the realms where their their mobile's sales are flagging they maybe it will have some because there are there are people that will want this stuff um but whether it's the offset is enough of that, you know, the price to tail off is about the number of people who are going to buy it is quite steep anyway. Um, so they are really going for the specialists here because they're not going to hit the mass market with these figures. I, no. People cannot just, you could buy a car. For that much money, yeah. Uh, so, the, know, so the main, without, thing is, and that's not even with the computer. That's just the monitor.
1: I'm sure there's going to be lots of, you know, yeah. movie producers and studios, and you know, all anyone who wants to it.
0: be seen on TV with a great monitor. Or
1: and yeah. you're going to have YouTubers because if you can get a YouTuber that's getting like a million, two million, three million views, you'll you'll start getting some nice ad revenue. <laughs> so,
0: but I don't think to do Mac do those kind of things. I don't know is the answer.
1: But. So, um, so. Total Mac macOS. So new yeah. one's gonna be Catalina. Yeah. Um iTunes is bye bye. We now have an Apple Music app, a podcast app, and an Apple TV app. Um and if you still want to sync, I must admit I've not I've not tried to sync an iPhone in I don't know how many years. Yeah. Um if you want to sync your iPhone, it doesn't kick up Apple Music. It appears in Finder as if you've plugged worse. into Dirty USB thing.
0: It makes much more
1: sense though, there, doesn't it? It it, it It does, it does. Um, iTunes for Windows still exists. Okay. See no more. Um, Accessibility. This was actually really nice. So they've brought in voice control for Mac, Uh and you can control and it's, it's coming for iOS as well. And the little demo they did was super, really, really, you know, really well thought out. Um, showed a, you know, a guy with disability what he uses his voice to control everything, and it was like that is that, that was rock solid. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's a demo, so it's obviously going to be a rock solid demo, but re- re- really, really clever. Um, find My, which I just think was a strange name. So the, instead of Find My Friends and Find My Find My Phone, you've now just got Find My. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's actually quite smart um. so it can find offline devices Um. so what what they're basically doing is um a, a device will send a secure bluetooth beacon um even when it's off mm-hmm. and um wow. it makes use of and they've said into an encrypted mesh network of apple devices to locate them so it'll, it'll ping around find it but it only works if you get two apple devices it's it's basically getting a token from one other device from another and all sorts of clever stuff. Would do have
0: to be devi- your own devices it's trying to try a ping or a whole can, does right it just use and, or does it
1: use everyone's? Well, there's a whole write up in Wired about it. And um but they're basically saying that it's almost like they're kind of eating the t- kind of tail market and um you won't um you won't need like, a little Bluetooth tracker, you know, you can be, you can be mm. and there's rumors that Apple are going to bring out their own little tracker as well. Uh, one thing I did miss as well, sidecar. Um, you can get these um Apps and cables and, and devices for Mac right now and iPad, so you can use your iPad as a second screen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, sidecars come in, and that um, from your Mac, you can just say, uh, use your iPad. And you can drag apps over to it and make, you know, so, and again, if you've got a laptop and an iPad, it's a, a good, you know, a good second screen. Um, and you can use
0: the pencil on the tablet for the input absolutely. on the Mac. You can use it as a trackpad with a pencil. So, it?
1: they're chasing after the. Um, Tablet it,
0: market,
1: yeah, it's yeah just whack um, them. Yeah, that's so chasing after that. I think even just that that step down or you know, increase in performance, yes, because uh, it, it already was really fluid. It felt really good. Um, so uh, again, that was really good. And um, Marzipan has been renamed Project Catalyst, which uh, they said that it was oh, they've been doing this all along. But there's two references to Marzipan on their website. And, and this none is the Project this Catalyst. is
0: the getting an iPad app onto the desktop, right?
1: Uh, yeah. Um so again, I think we're going to see loads of um, you know, new apps. There's, there's lots of people saying that they won't be true Mac apps. Um but I'm I'm quite excited to see, you know, I, I almost like a breath of fresh air of some new apps that would you know, there's apps I use on the iPad, you're like, this would be a great, you know, Mac app. Yeah. And a developer will be able to almost tick a checkbox and yeah
0: so you know interestingly so everything we talked about is all hardware software releases from apple blah blah, blah. <laughs> then we get onto the little section here right at the end which we're going to rattle through very quickly around developer tools and this is surely what the whole <laughs> thing should should be about the developers right at this conference but it it really isn't it's a it's their big you so, know, so advertising WWDC,
1: yeah so WWDC has ended up everybody hopes to on mac hardware because iOS hardware and iPad, or sorry, iPhone and iPad, always happens elsewhere. So it's yeah. always you know some sort of Mac hardware everybody hopes for, and I think it's really it's the big dev, you know. So it's, you're you're getting to see iOS and you know new versions of Mac, um, the developer tool. So AR was was pushed again. Um, There was Reality Kit, which is... um, But all these bits that we're talking about now
0: are the actual bits that developers would genuinely care about rather than, you know, okay, great, newer version of RIS, but this is... And what was interesting was... Reality
1: Kit and AR Kit is what they're surely interested in. Absolutely, and they got a massive reaction. You know, so this Mm. was two hours and 15 minutes and you're thinking of people starting to like, oh, I want to go, I need the toilet. Um, And it got a huge reaction. So there was Reality Kit, um, which is all about photorealistic rendering. There was AR Kit 3, um, and and it's real time people occlusion. Yeah, so objects um, can appear in front, behind, know where people really are. Really smart stuff. And, and and there was lots of rumors that Microsoft were going to have a big presence at the show, and I was sitting there going, oh, that was obviously you know a lot of bollocks. But of course, they own Minecraft, and the Minecraft yeah, the mm-hmm. Earth people came out and did a AR demo, which always looks crap, I guess, in real life because you just see people walk around yeah, with yeah. devices, and there's nothing there. But what they showed you was a real, a real live Minecraft, and then they took that from the tabletop and made it life size. And one of the demoers went into the model and was walking around, and it was like Yeah. So we looks... mentioned
0: all this before, so this is the first time to really see it. And someone yeah, actually went to it.
1: And, and what they were saying is they believe they're, they're, you know, light years ahead of what anybody else is doing mm. right now. And this was all just with, you know, an iPhone and an iPad. Really impressive demo comes out this summer. And and it's like, kudos to, to you know, Microsoft and, and Apple. Proper Black but, Mirror stuff. It, it, it yeah. looks really good. And I, the, I mean, it's like, you know, everybody's talked about Apple going to bring a set of glasses out. That'll really step change if, you, if you're if you using glasses. Yep. And then the last bit was around Swift. Um, so I never talked about this in the updates, etc. And then they came out with Swift UI. Um, so this is all um, specifying UI with simple declarations. You showed you hundreds of lines of code Swift code for generating a UI, and it was basically down to now like six lines. Yeah, and then the de- honestly developers, some of them were like, "Oh my god."
0: <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: yeah, I mean, it's always
0: been the same. I think Microsoft used to do this very well where they cut away all of that gump about Windows control and all those other things that you need to deal with and uh, and hid that all away in, you know, in classes and, and really easy declarations. And it just looks like Swift's now taking that on. So this is all Swift code, effectively just stopping developers have to com- repeatedly write the same stuff. So it's great. Yeah,
1: live previews of how the app looks. Um, you know, there was just, you know, a really slick demo again. And native frameworks for Apple Watch apps and tvOS and macOS is all baked in as well. So it's almost like write it once and then, Deploy out so so again developers were all super excited for that and it was a really good end that they didn't end with a because I've had developer conferences before and have brought out like I don't know like co play because of have launched Apple <laughs> Music or something yeah. like that and you're like yeah. that's not what they're there for they're yes they're there they for did have stuff.
0: to sit through two hours of announcements before they got to it
1: but they got there in the end I so I I thought this was a really strong WWDC in that there was something for all the platforms whereas in the past we've seen like ios and nothing about ipad or here's half an hour on the watch and half an hour on ios and nothing for mac this felt like everybody got something
0: i thought it was i thought it was very slick i think their their presentations are getting more and more like the microsoft e3 presentations these sac sickly saccharine people all doing sickly saccharine things and hi yeah exactly and oh you didn't cheer at that point so i'll say you can cheer if you want you know all those it's just so for me it's just becoming a bit stayed and a bit repetitive the actual presentation the actual the the technicals of it that that auditorium and that backdrop screen is just stunning if you i was looking at that quite closely and I guess it's Retina display or something because it is really, well, really somebody, impressive. Somebody
1: said it was all proper 4K because when they did the doesn't surprise the, me at all. It was it looked impressive. When indeed. they did the Apple TV chat, this was the first trailer of actual content because when they announced Apple TV Plus back in March, it was like a kind of they brought out all the actors and actresses and there was no really any content and everybody was like, you really need to have the content and there was. Um, god what was the guy's the guy that did Battlestar Galactica so they previewed his yeah I don't um, know yeah. so it was like as if the space race hadn't ended yes
0: if the, no if the, yeah if the space race had gone to Russia and then America had carried on yeah yeah, yeah. and and that looked, looked... interesting
1: yeah and, and I was like oh that looks really good mm. <laughs> so but as you say and somebody commented that's a 4k projector that's projecting when, and I, it, was, like, it must
0: be multi, it must be lots and lots of them because like the yeah. whole width of that hall is and say from a technical perspective everything was extremely slick and and none of those kind of worries anymore about things falling over and, and not working and you know it doesn't seem that long ago since Steve Jobs was telling everyone to turn all their Wi-Fi off because you know <laughs> he wasn't able to get his own yeah, signal on the signal right. you, know, yeah, you yeah. know it's though it it yep. moved on a long way since then, and and like I say, even when they were fully zoomed in on, say, Tim as he was walking along the stage, the background just looked like you were there almost. It was just, yeah. it was amazing. Anyway, uh, I thought that was interesting. So yeah, but for me, say it's become a bit tired and a bit samey, and and there's still the still that you know the the jibe at Android and all those things, and 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 if you're not in the Apple world, occasionally you hear about a bit of hardware that's interesting, but all the bits of hardware I'm hearing about at the moment are so expensive that they're really quite exclusive.
1: Uh, yeah and that's i mean this is maybe one of the few ones but i watched it and I thought right loads of loads of good stuff coming to me for free
0: yeah so and and uh, like i say yeah all this stuff is great is it's, it's going to enhance all your pro- products and stuff but but yeah but yeah
1: yeah so, no, no, I,
0: I, I was like i say i did i didn't care about walking away from it um but you yeah. know there were some like i say there's some meaty stuff and certainly more stuff going on this this time than there have been recently
1: i think i think it's interesting if you're a, a well, oh, it's going to fanboy's the wrong thing. If you've got an Apple product right now, there's definitely a that was a good, you know, it was a good set of updates in there. Yeah. I don't think there was much that attracts other people outside the Apple ecosystem. And again, there was something punchy about them that hasn't been that case for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Even just around that Mac hardware, it's like you want you wanted this, we've done it, we've almost taken it to the extreme and it's going to cost you a lot of money. But yeah. this is for a very niche slither of a market. Yeah. So, yeah, I liked it, and you're meh. So that's yeah, I that,
0: again, I just, you know, if you think about the iPad when it was released, it was amazing because of the, it was a low price point. It was an amazing bit of hardware for a low price point. The, when the iPhone released, it was an amazing bit of hardware for a relatively low. I mean, it wasn't a low price point, but it's turned into a low price point when I, other people I, tried to make these things. Tablet. So all those things that... They're not always about low price points, I know that, but nevertheless, they're generally speaking about high quality for that low price point. But they've just now moved away to that, we are going to take this to the extreme and, and I don't care about the price point anymore. So then it's not on their considerations.
1: I think I think for something I might probably agree. I think for other products, they've got some options, but it's not, Apple's not cheap anymore. I mean, some people say it never has been, but I think there was a value for money around Apple, that, that's and I, mean. I would question that, yeah, some of the value for money. Now. Ex-
0: that's my exactly my point. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're not caring about the value at question anymore. They are just going to that engineering excellence extreme.
1: And, and that's and that's why I would take the phone. You know, I've, I've got no performance issues with the phone. Um, there used to be that you guarantee every year you get the best camera. Can't see that anymore. They've not had the best camera for probably three years now. Um, so, so I'm looking at it saying, why do I need a new iPhone?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And shoot me in September when I
0: buy a new iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's going to happen. Right. So we have now got about 13 minutes to cover everything else that's been going on outside the WWC, which luckily for us, isn't, they're, they're not massive stories because we've had the first 5G service. EE have now launched, um, uh, London, Cardiff, Edinburgh, Belfast, Birmingham, Manchester. I think they're, they're not all re- launched yet, but that's that's going to be the kind of yeah. release schedule. But I so, know that it has actually started already.
1: Yeah, and London's out and I mean it's an extra £5 a month. So initially when you looked at it, the, the, the way BBC News had done this was like it's £54 a month. I was like, what? Mm. How's, how, who's going to pay that? But it was that's including the handset. So if you're paying 20 quid just now, you're going to pay 25. You know, yep. it's basically the way you looked at it. It's an extra £5 and speeds look to be really good. You know, so they're
0: talking about three times-ish faster than the best 4G and the added capacity and lower latency and all that kind of stuff yeah. that
1: comes with it. So, and there was lots of demos where, you know, picked best quality, you know, Netflix, and within like a second or two, it was starting to play. And if you looked at it for the other ones, it was taking, you know, maybe 10, 15 seconds. Um, there was some speed demos, and it was like, you know, I think it was like five, 600 You know, it was really, really quite fast, and then they tried it again. You know, ten paces down the road, and it was like 120. Mm -hmm. And so, there's a lot of variance at the moment. There's a well, if you think
0: about the limited
1: number of transmitters, because you know, yeah. And I saw some people talk about, well, there's nobody using it right now, so it should be at that speed, you know, because it's a. But then the whole idea is that it is is more parallel.
0: It is, there's more capacity exactly? Um, Obviously, you you know, Huawei (laughs) kind of is equipment's in there, and also things Like handsets, there are most of the five well, a lot of the 5G handsets are Huawei that have been coming out. Um, and so whether you're going to be able to take them to America, I don't know. Um, who knows what's going to happen on that front. Um, and
1: um, in Vodafone, I've also got theirs out, so I think there's another Vodafone five. It, okay. So I think London um, I know Glasgow's from Vodafone, and there's, there's like three others as well. So they're, they're all having a, a nice, healthy start to 5G, um, but the, the full
0: look- rollout's not due until like 22. They reckon they're going to be sort of completed uh, yeah. that rollout
1: process. And even if you look at the phones, there's a limited set of handsets at the moment. I mean, if iPhone, you can't get it. Let's year's iPhone, new ones, you won't get it. Everybody's reckoning it's 2020, you know. So I up never upgraded
0: to 4G on my contract. So I'm oh, still, wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know whether it, they just did it in the back door. I, can't, I don't know, really. It seems yeah. like to be going along fast enough for me anyway. So
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. interesting.
0: Again, most of the time I find with my phone I am on uh, Wi-Fi So. Yeah, and and maybe think, they just backdoored the four G in
1: there. But I did not I think that's the difference. You know, you're you're working from home and it's not as big a thing. When I'm at work, it was always like this is out about moment. Just, yeah. uh,
0: oh. <laughs> um, AMD has been kicking some butt with its latest releases or its latest announcements. Anyway, though, its twelve core, its sort of core processors, it, they're coming in faster than um the Intel equivalent and about half the price. So it's really, I mean, they, they there was this whole price bang that we had i think probably back in late 90s early 2000s right where amd did a very similar thing they just came in with better processors at half the price and they really did um kick up the market uh really did give everyone a kick intel seemed to then recover it all with the you know solid performance and amd didn't seem to just keep that release cycle going or it's certainly faded away but they're right back with a bang right now
1: uh, yeah and, and and again i don't know if it's there's just lots of you know rumours about Intel struggling. You know they've not. You know, this is the first desktop seven nanometer chip, um, and and Intel just fell really behind their roadmap. I was going to
0: say seven nanometers was. They said it was impossible. I'm sure they did, but clearly know, they figured it out.
1: Yeah, I know. around mobile devices. You know, if you look at you know what Apple have been doing. You know they're down at that level, and, and Intel, it's just they're just not they there. They still haven't and, made it. No, nope, they're just not there. And um, so it, it, as you say, the fact that it's it's like you know half the price and you know a lot more performance it's hard to ignore
0: equally they come out with a graphics card that seems to be again just kicking that you know low price high performance market again so uh, i'm sure nvidia are keeping attention on that one um and they have announced a new studio line of laptops so nvidia laptops saying they're competing these things against macbook pros um for people wanting to do like graphics and video editing
1: yeah, so that's a market they're to, to target. It wasn't a it wasn't so much a you know a kind of gamer card. It was more around the again, that kind of video, um, you know, three D modeling, you know, architecture, you know, that, that visualization piece. Um and I mean some of the so the prices were all starting the price starting price, you know, sixteen hundred dollars. Mm. You know, so that, that's back to your you know, who's who's, you know, one of the running the mill person at home be buying that. No. You know, it's a, it's competing in a different market, um. But some really chunky performance, and I think there was ray tracing in some of these as well. So the this was all this RTX graphic processing unit which they launched. Yeah. Can't remember, was it just December, January time and they were showing you, like Battlefield Five demos that were all ray traced, and you're like, that looks lovely. Yeah, it's a spunk. But cost a lot of money.
0: Yep. Um, also, just yeah, jumping to the side from that bit, Apple and WhatsApp have been. There's a new GCHQ plan. That allow them to eavesdrop in on encrypted chats now so the proposal from gchq was um right for certain if if we get a warrant or we need to listen in on a certain person's conversations we would like to be able to inject from the side a bit like we do now with wiretaps where we put a crocodile clip around you know a phone line and we can listen in as a third party on that um and they they've said rather than offer a backdoor which we kind of accept is not necessarily a good idea. We want you as a provider to offer us this side slot in, um, so that we can do the equivalent. Um, and obviously, many, many, you know, companies, including Apple and WhatsApp, and I think fifty other signatories, have come in and said, "No, we just, we just, we don't agree with this." Full stop. Um, I'm just wondering what your thoughts are on this because I mean, what the, those providers are saying, we're either going to have to, um, like. <laughs> So We're going to have to circumnavigate our security as far as pinging up alerts to people when third parties are listening in, because obviously if we do that and you're as a wiretap then they're just going to not be talking anymore because they can see the third person listening. Um, so in order to be able to let you do this quietly, we're going to have to circumnavigate our own security, and we're just not willing to do that. Um, so w- where do you stand on this one?
1: I'm um, I, I, I still, I still, I'm still in that mind of end-to-end encryption. Makes sense more than I think. There's more safety around it than there is risk. Um You know, so if I look at it from, so obviously, you know, GCHQ and other organisations around the world are saying, you know, it's putting it's putting the ordinary citizens at risk because we can't monitor communications. Um, I still would much rather have that end-to-end encryption to stop not so much the government spying on me, but you know, criminals or other things intercepting my data, and that's to me. A bit more important nowadays. But than if the that third, if the third party injection
0: thing. had to come from the central source, and you know if there, there was a secure key based on this third party key, so theoretically it takes away all... some of those backdoor issues, which very much criminal it, injection. It draws, would be... But
1: we've seen organisations lose data, you know, so. What happens to that data once they've got that copy? And is it unencrypted? Is somebody then use it elsewhere? Does more details like leak, leak out elsewhere? I I just generally feel quite uncomfortable about it. But then again,
0: you know, what about what about that that terrorist thing? You know, where hey, well now, or you know, they've suddenly blown up a you know another theater or whatever, and and that could have been prevented. Because they knew who they were, they knew there was something going on. They couldn't listen into these conversations, therefore they couldn't pre warn and preempt that sort of side of things. It we'll was just find another way. But there, but the, what they're saying is there are no other ways because everything they all the, the criminals just move to the next end-to-end encrypted service.
1: And that's all I'm saying. So for for, for oh, so you they will find another way. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. You know, I just I just think it's like um, it, it's almost for me like the kind of the whack a mole the played with, the plate with tern- sites you know you knock one down other three spring up
0: but then it did but it but it did get more it get more complicated it got harder and it got it did get more difficult for a consumer
1: Uh, did it well for (laughs) for most normal people what what do you think chris
0: no I, i i i fundamentally don't think it's a good idea um to have a third party thing but equally i do see the argument that there's well what you know how do we prevent people from you know how if there's a legal reason to have a warrant then how do you do that and this is a way of doing it i don't think this is for me i still fundamentally think it's not right
1: and Um, i I see what you're saying i totally see the argument for it but that's why i kind of balance it out around the what else do you end up losing from it and i think that outweighs it you know if i look at the number of terrorist incidents that are happening per year uh, and maybe i'm in a bubble but it doesn't feel like it warrants i
0: love the i love the schizophrenic nature of this where the GCSQ, one branch of government, and overarch is saying we need access. We need to break all this encryption. We don't want it. And then the other angle of the, the government the other day, pretty much when WhatsApp got hacked, saying how atrocious this was that this end to end encryption was suddenly not there anymore. And so it's just it's a real, you know, they're clearly torn about what they, you know, all those things as well.
1: I think it's going to take. I mean, it's not something. It's not going to. It's not going to get sorted this year, next year. It's a long term, yeah, complicated at, at problem.
0: Their, To their credit, they did say this is just the start of a conversation. It's not the the end of a conversation. Um, Yes, US state are now requesting your social media details and your email address details. If you're applying for a visa, this used to be um, Mm -hmm. something that was for people they had suspicions over. But now everyone is going to be requested for this information. So anyone who wants to go and work or um, go over there for whatever reason, um, they are now getting visa extra questions and all that extra processing and and i think the analysts are saying actually this is having a real quite big knock-on effect as people aren't going to work in america anymore because they don't want to go through these steps
1: this is a really ugly step for me Mm. it's just because we're and i'm hoping it's just that kind of trump right-wing you know organization i I do have a fear that other governments will start to follow suit and it'll just be uh, if you want to travel then not just you know gives your name us your passport but you know show us all your yeah. online dealings before we allow you in or or not
0: and again i understand the sentiment behind it but what i do know is that none of that's going to make any difference to someone who wants to come in and
1: cause bad stuff and, and, you know and that's, that's the thing that's isn't it exactly because some you know so a bad actor isn't going to be on twitter tweeting every day and it's, and he'll probably, it's, it's just,
0: pure design to make someone who thinks in the way that all oh, we're being attacked by everyone makes them feel more comfortable in their views uh, that you know absolutely. That, that's where basically anyway don't want to dwell too much on it just to say it's there and and it is having an effect so there will there is a knock-on effect to the the workforce and who wants the, you know those top quality people do they really want to go and work in an environment like that Not really. and, and i think
1: that's the thing it's just a oh, it's just a horrible step and i don't know if you're watching um you know if you're watching anything like you know black mirror that's yeah. the kind of thing that blackmail would have covered if you're yeah. you know oh, well, if you're, i'm sure what, there's
0: one coming up the new series is out by the way on netflix
1: uh, yeah and it's just um i mean another one that i've been watching um is um years and years it's mm. on BBC One. Yes, and, I'll be watching that as well. And there's just some of some of the bits in there, and you're like, "There's interesting
0: for me. Years and years didn't really hit it quite. I mean, I know it hasn't finished yet, but they, they have hit some interesting angles, and I quite yes. like it.
1: Yes, um, but not as you see, it's not a home run. There's like no. uh, there's bits you're like, "Nah, I'm not. I thought it. it
0: might be a home run when I watched the first uh, yeah. first episode, but they it's not quite lived up. But then again, they maybe they'll bring it back. But it has been fun to watch. Uh, Netflix putting prices up going up for a quid for the lower band a couple of quid for the higher band Uh, again trying to pay all their money for their first party and trying to pay for licenses like friends and things keep things
1: relevant they're Um, spending 12 billion this year mm -hmm. in content (laughs) and next year they're saying maybe 15 Um, and I think
0: not all of it's high quality. That's my problem. You know, no, it's, no. It, there, there's a lot of churn going on, and the more series. I mean, it used to be I look forward to some series, but more, it just seems like a bit paint by numbers. And of course, it's going to get like that. You can't. Not everything could be a hit, but then you do start questioning. Well, if this price keeps going up and up and up until it's the cost of Sky, what difference are these screaming providers to my SkyBox or whatever it happens to be in your country?
1: You know, I, and that's where it's gone. You know, everybody's wanting their ten pound a month at least.
0: And of course, you know, because these things are popular now, some like friends ask for a hundred million deal just for a year's exclusivity and they give it. And they give it because they've got the number. Whereas I, as a person, would say, no, I'd rather you didn't pay that money and I would rather have two quid a month cheaper. Thank you very much.
1: You know? But there was some crazy start that is still one of their most watched programs. I know. I know. It's well, unbelievable to me, but hey, it's
0: not unbelievable to me. I, you know, it's, it's why people have watched it all on DVD they bought it multiple times no but
1: what I meant was just that still I I thought it would be waning slightly yeah and it it doesn't (laughs) seem to be it's yeah evergreen uh
0: amazon is going to have some high street pop-up shops so all the stores that they've caused to shut by (laughs) by taking all their sales they're now going to use some of those stores for their own purposes in fact they're going to be promoting some online stores so that online stores have kind of high street presence to try and boost them um doesn't no one really knows how this is all getting funded but it's an interesting and it's more probably political face saving more than anything and
1: that's what i took out of it it, it keeps it probably helps with some um, upcoming regulatory you know when, a UN monopoly. No, when monopoly when they're lobbying yeah, yeah when they're lobbying <laughs> they
0: say look at all this nice stuff we're doing for We've we've small opened businesses.
1: 40 stores this year high street stores brick and mortar we're yeah, out we're there we're
0: helping supporting the thing yeah yeah. Um, and then Xbox Game Pass is going to come to PC as well so it's the same model um, sort of 100 high quality games and Microsoft's first party as well as their kind of purchased um developer stuff so
1: which which i I still think it's good value yeah it relies on
0: it relies on the games that are on there but if you are interested in what microsoft are producing themselves then immediately it kind of pays for
1: itself and speaking of games we're we're into um e3 weekend so the next time we talk we will have a whole um a um, lot to talk about. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and, and
0: it'd be interesting to say, see what direction they take it all in because it, you know they are at a, quite a crossroads on that whole streaming online, all the kind of Google coming in, Amazon coming in, PlayStation and, and Microsoft teaming up, and all those kind of things. That, that Those are stories that are all to yet develop and see how they end up. And we'll uh, see if we
1: get new Xbox hardware, the rumor yeah. is we will. So that will be um, making it a new Halo game. Who well, knows? certainly
0: they're going to be talking about it because they've already talked about it, so they'll definitely be talking about it. Surely. See if, if they're they not,
1: see if they do another two minute demo. you know, like, cheese, and nothing about the game, then yeah. um, we're in a bad place.
0: Yep. Anyway, yeah. So that's that's all to look forward to. And so um, I think we've talked enough, right?
1: I'm done. I was done twenty minutes ago.
0: <laughs> digitaloutbox.com is our website. <laughs> info at digitaloutbox.com is our email address. Twitter: digital outbox. I am on Twitter as cheesy UK. Ian, where do we find you?
1: Twitter sweeper. That'll be it.
0: Perfect. Thank you very much and we will talk to you again soon. Goodbye.
1: Bye.